Welcome to the Reggie McNeil Podcast, where we explore what it means to seek God's kingdom here on earth. Join us on our journey to become more aware of and encouraged by God's work in and around us. So we've talked about story, we've mm-hmm. talked about scorecard. Now we go to stewardship. Now, when we say stewardship in the church, we typically mean finance and trustees. But mm-hmm. you're using, I think, stewardship in the broader sense yes. of the definition and, and defining it a little more by kind of our part of the kingdom. So, so let's make sure we get the word stewardship right, okay. and then we'll talk about how that works out. Yeah, and you're right. I'm talking about in terms of what mission do we feel responsible. I mean, God's called us into uh, partnering with him in his mission. So yes, then how are we stewarding that uh, privilege that's ours to literally partner with God in his uh, in his redemptive mission in the world. Mm-hmm. And so finance and building is part of it's that. part of it. But you're also talking about stewarding our community, stewarding whatever the part of the kingdom that we are given to take care of. That's right. And you can see how it ties in to story and scorecard. That's why these are integrated. You don't get a pass. I mean... Basically, in, uh, in stewardship uh, is is the leadership discussion. That's where that really comes to rest. Mm-hmm. What are we as leaders? How are we stewarding, you know, our role as kingdom leaders, and as helping our people become viral kingdom agents, and the king, kingdom impact that we want to have, which by definition is community impact, not just the church. Uh, getting along and facilities is a great example of that mm-hmm. you know I think you you know you, you hinted at that in our last discussion yeah well I, my experience in ministry has been that people are so attached to the buildings mm-hmm. that in some ways it can be a resource but in a lot of ways it's kind of an anchor oh, to yeah. missions you know, I, people hear things I don't say all the time, you know, uh, so mm-hmm. I often say, please don't hear what I'm not saying. In fact, I wrote a whole chapter in one book on uh, things I didn't say, <laughs> but I knew people heard them, but I didn't say them. Uh, and one of the things that people hear me say is I'm against, you know, churches, you know, having buildings. I've never said that. Uh, I am against church buildings. <laughs> in other words, if you're going to build something, why in the world would we build it just for you know, a group of people to hang out together for worship service? Uh, wouldn't a stewardship be, we're mm-hmm. trying to be people of blessing. That's our call. How are we blessing the community with everything that we do, including whatever facility we build? So, yes. I mean, for instance, if you went to, uh, I'm thinking of Life in Deep Element in, in Dallas, you know, there's a coffee shop, an art, an art studio, uh, shared workspace, um, and and a music venue, which is used by the church on Sunday. But the rest of that building is going to play, you know, the other six days of the week as a community development center. You know, or, or why not even think about it as a community development center? I mean, that's a great storyline. I mean, that's our job. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and in, included in that is people here including that is the spiritual welfare of our communities, but it can't stop there. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you can't 
decide spiritual is just some one aspect of life. It impacts every aspect of life. So, yeah, our buildings, um, and I and I think I, I mentioned last time uh, in the last segment about the the life churches. You know, the life uh, centers yeah. Yeah. that the this India, this organization that's planted tens of thousands of these in the villages of India the last twenty years. Hmm. I mean. Uh, that, what a what a story! What a different story that is. That's a kingdom expression. This is a life center. So the particular place I was part of dedicating out in this village, I have no idea where I was. I was just with, you know, um, it's it's used by the church, uh, the the fellowship of believers, on Sunday, but it's uh, a, a clinic. It's a schoolhouse. It's it's a, a gathering place for other organizations in the community you know and that's that's a stewardship that's a kingdom stewardship yeah so you're talking about helping leaders make sure they see all the things they're responsible for and all the resources they have to go at those things yeah right? so i'm responsible for this community and i've got um Got people and man hours, and you talked about prayer, and yes. I've got all these things to be able to to be responsible for to move the pieces on the board. So often we only are moving a couple pieces; we've got and, way more. Right, and it also impacts why we think what what are we doing with our folks? I mean, everything's not about the folks out there. I mean, you know, church people are part of God's mission too. What do we think we're equipping them for? Mm-hmm. And you and I both know, so often, we help people discover their gifts so they can serve the church better. What? Really? I mean, the early church had those same gifts, but they didn't They didn't have a hospitality team at church. They actually thought their gift of hospitality was to be used out you know, where they lived, you know, in the community. Or, you know, all those gifts that the Spirit gave were are not given so we can operate church better. I mean, how how are we... What's our stewardship of our own people to help mm-hmm. in develop and empower them to be viral? And I keep using this phrase, but it's the truth. Viral kingdom agents. You know, we need a kingdom pandemic. You know, we got we got to get this sucker going. That's mm-hmm. not going to happen if we don't see, as leaders, our stewardship of our own people and turning them into kingdom people, not church people. I mean... Mm-hmm. I, one of the things, that, and I know we're going to talk about this in a second, but see, that impacts what we think discipleship is. That's a huge, a huge story there. Yeah. So how do you help, as you're consulting with churches, how do you help them, how do you help the, the stewardship lens get bigger? Because we're so narrow. <coughs> I will say this is where I, I, leadership is critical. Because people will do, they only do something different if they see the leader doing something different. Mm. This is where there's got to be a conversion, a deconversion and a conversion Mm. of the leadership core of the church to where they literally, like even as, as a pastor, the things you talk about in front of folks, if all of our illustrations and stuff are, inside the church. A couple came to see me the other day or whatever. No, it makes a big difference if the pastor says, you know, as you know, I I read to kids down here at, at uh, 
the elementary school a mile down the street. And last Tuesday I was there and I had a conversation with a building custodian. I mean, when you move your own frame of reference, mm -hmm. that helps people move their frame of reference. When, you know, and, and this is where the leadership, and it can't just be the pastor. Yeah. It's got to be the leadership core. It's got to happen. I tell you, this is a group thing where it's, you know, uh, we're, we're going to change this sucker by the way we live. Not just, we, our practice has to match what we are saying here. Yeah. Well, I think part of that too is, is the old fashioned idea of testimony. Yeah. You're getting the people who aren't the pastor to stand up and say, here's what I've been doing at my work. And you, you've already given some ideas for. Oh, that's why I think that's a brilliant thing about 24, 24 hours, hours from now. Yeah. I mean, that's, I love that's that. just a, a great way of saying, and every one of your leaders should be known in the community not as a great church person, but how are you building their reputation as a great kingdom person? Yeah. What that means is if I'm on the session <coughs> or I'm an elder, uh, oh, and now i got to think about how am I treating, and I own a business, how am I treating my employees? Yeah. What am I doing there that shows you know, real life orientation? I mean, it, this is where the rubber meets the road. I mean, this is not just abstract stuff here. This is the leaders living out yeah. a different mission in front of the people so they get it. it one of my professors, uh, Craig Barnes, who's now at Princeton Seminary, he was at Pittsburgh at the time, one of the things he encouraged us to think about was anytime we came in the scripture to a job, a role, make sure you honor and pray for those people yes oh you, know, you get a teacher if that's there's a it. teacher in the bible teacher okay if, if somebody gets healed <coughs> medical professionals right pray for a medical, right. just a recognition of these bible roles you're already doing them yeah yeah uh, and i thought that was another great example and of how you know my friend when he does at the end of that interview in the 24 hours from now he'll mm -hmm. say it's a real estate person or a teacher or whatever he says because he's got you know, several thousand people in attendance. He says, all of you who are in a similar road, stand up where you are. And then when he prays for mm -hmm. that person, he prays for all of them. I mean, again, that honors yeah. people's kingdom assignment. The kingdom assignment is where we live and work and play. And mm -hmm. I mean, that, that's, where, that's where life happens. Yeah. And one of the things, again, by the way, that's happened in COVID is, We've made the home again a spiritual center mm -hmm. and say so it's not the church building. What's happening in your home, yeah. you know, is, man, that's an important stewardship. Yeah. That's reclaiming territory that, frankly, we, we tell you, just bring your kids to us. We'll take care yeah. of them. Well, it, we, we always said the church is the people. It's yeah. not the building. Yeah. Oh. But until we couldn't go to the building. Yeah. And then it was like. Well, that was kind of bullcrap to us because that's not really how we were living. Oh yeah, we I, thought it was the building. Yeah, the you and I both go. Here's the church. Here's the steeple. Open the church. Here's, we didn't get to the people till we got past the church yeah. and the steeple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and I, I do it think says it all. We're in this awakening that COVID has accelerated to say it's you're stewarding way more than this little building and these couple programs and this hour yes. a week. And I, one of the things I'm asking my clients is, look. The programs and all that you've done without since March, which one of those do you want to continue to do without? 
instead of reinstituting them just when you can come back together. So you're freeing up staff, leadership time, and you know, and money, and your people. Why would, do you really want to refire all that stuff back up? Or how can we have a simpler, keep the focus on what happens away from here? Because that's the only way we're going to steward this well. Yeah. And if we, if we don't get the stuff right, the scorecard and the story are oh, going to be off. That's right. And it's why they, you got to, like every, you said, every started, piece. it's got to be all three. It's all three. Skip one. That's right. You're done. Yeah. It'll, it'll, it'll eat you up. I think it's all three. I think for for a lot of our churches, this stewardship piece is going to be hard. Well, and I'll tell you another thing, that this all helps. In a church-centric world, we judged our work on the size of our congregation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and we thought if we were big and strong and powerful, the church, the world out there would just pay attention. Are you kidding? I mean, we are so... We're so, yeah. we have our, anyway. And this is this and, is the chance of the small this, church, by the exactly. way. Exactly. To be, exactly. the small church could actually be more adaptable and be more kingdom-oriented because it's not as much to change. That, well, and I'll and tell it, some I of them, you were terrible at the old game anyhow. <laughs> Why don't you give that game up and let's play one you can win? You know, because it's, and it's true. And it's not just, that's just not a wish. Every church can have a outsized kingdom impact, mm-hmm. no matter the, the size of their worshiping congregation. You start celebrating your impact that you're, even as you are partnering with other churches to get some things done, it, yeah. you get to celebrate that. Oh my gosh! Now you're now you're back into life giving stuff. Yeah, and new people notice that. Yes, and millennials can get on board with that. Oh, absolutely. The, yeah. Absolutely. And why are we limiting our sense of impact by how many folks want to come by for a snack bag? You know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. We got people, every, everybody that partners with us, we should celebrate as part of our, uh, you yeah. know, impact and, and mission. Well, that could be. I, I'm thinking of a church right now in this state. Um, they're the size of the worshiping crowd. In fact, I brought him into a leadership college, and my supervisor uh, that I was working with at the time, uh, this organization, because I was convening leadership teams, he said, there's something wrong with this organization because this pastor is reporting, you know, like 30-something people in their church, but over 300 in their ministry team. I said, no, no, they got it just right. See, he's used to those numbers being reversed, 300-something people on Sunday, but 30 in the leadership team. I said, no, no. I, and I said, I know that, no, because that, that church, that pastor, it's an in inner city. And she told the folks when she went there that, all right, we're going to still have church and I can do hospice ministry and help, help all of you, you know, but we're going to build a downtown. We're going to build a better community. Mm. And so she's got homeless people serving homeless people. She's got, I mean, you know, she gets it. I mean, and that's, look at the life in that. Yeah. Look at the ex- exponential impact of that. That's what I'm talking about. And that's worth doing. 